0: what is going on guys welcome to bearded discussion podcast the show that talks about what it means to be a man in the 21st century i'm your host simon binkowski a self-proclaimed fitness fanatic and i'm on a journey to challenge stereotypes about men every week me and my guests will bring you amazing conversations about masculinity relationships fitness sex and many more now let's jump into the show What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Bearded Discussion Podcast. Uh, today with me, I have Half Decent. How are you doing, man?
1: Very good, thank you, Simon. Very good. Yourself? Thank-
0: I'm great. I'm great. Thank you very much for asking. Uh, again, thank you for coming on to the show. Um, what I what I wanted to discuss today um, is is a, a very trendy topic, especially during. Uh, during the the lockdown and you know everything being closed and um, People having more time to to really uh, think about What whatever what they want to do in life and 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 things they want to do in general um, And I wanted to talk about um, just like starting out in, in in 2020 when it comes to uh, Artists creators uh, just creative people um, and um, I wanted to ask you because you've you've been on this long journey as an artist for uh, for quite a while it's been like 15 years 15 plus years right am I, am i right
1: feels like forever but yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah
0: so, <laughs> so you, you've been you, you you've seen the, the the changing landscape and and you know things come and go and I wanted to ask you from your perspective obviously how different is is it how different is starting out uh, right now in 2020 as compared to, you know, 15 plus years ago?
1: Yeah. So um, I can kind of talk from it. It's, I don't know what it's like starting out now because I'm not starting now. And yeah, I think yeah, that yeah. that's, that's the one thing that is like, I. it's easy to look and go, like without sounding 50, like these kids have it easier (laughs) because I don't actually know. I don't really know. Like I'm sure they have their own struggles. Um, The reality of making music, I believe is so much easier now. To make music, it is so much easier now. Every computer, um, especially like if you buy a Mac, it comes with GarageBand, right? So you instantly have something that you can create music with yeah so all of a sudden it's you don't need you don't need to learn how to play an instrument you don't need you need to learn the software but that's fine that's that you can learn that and you can learn that with YouTube videos you don't need to pay for a tutor you can but you don't have to um, and you'll get somewhere quicker you'll get the results you want a lot quicker it can yeah. speed up the creative process or the learning process if I wanted to learn how to play an instrument, I actually remember doing this I, I paid for i think i paid for 30 guitar lessons um with a guy who was probably two years older than me at the time i was 15 he was 17 i paid for 30 guitar lessons all outright with money i just got from from my first ever job yeah and the shop that he worked at shut down after i had four lessons <laughs> and then I just, I couldn't claim the rest of my lessons. And it was like, well, and I, I was I was trying to learn guitar and I always thought that that was how you learned guitar. Because yeah. YouTube, you can't, I couldn't have just gone on YouTube and said, learn guitar and learn from that. And learning from a book is incredibly hard with an instrument because you're trying to play it, you're trying to feel it, you're trying to hear it. Yeah. So even just learning stuff like is now... I, I don't think there's a problem that exists that hasn't had somebody go on YouTube and upload a video of how to solve that problem, especially if it's something related to music.
0: I mean, it's the, what is it? The the second biggest search engine uh, apart from Google, Google is number one, but yeah, like exactly, exactly what you're saying. uh, It's almost what you referred to earlier. It's, it's easier it's easier to to create something right now, whether it's music, whether it's uh, videos for YouTube or, or or anything else, any 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 kind of art. It's easier to do it nowadays, uh, but at, to create it. But then at the same time, it's harder to push through that barrier of there's so much stuff out there, and you yeah. know, trying trying to trying to get through it. Is really
1: hard. It's it's like your um I grew up in Oxford and that was where I started making music. And I was lucky enough that Oxford actually had a, a music scene that was quite thriving at the time. And I'm not just talking about a music scene that created people like Supergrass, Radiohead, and Fold. There's it was actually there was a hip hop scene there where there was this this promotion called Beats and Rhymes I used to help them with every pretty much anything like putting up posters booking acts like helping on the door whatever I could physically do to get into that scene because that was what I cared about and that was where I knew I could one day Put my music out there yeah and it was being part of that scene helped me get to my first batch of fans it helped me get to my first batch of understanding of how gigs work how promotions worked, how you know how to treat an artist if you book them and things like that and all of that sort of stuff came because i went out and tried to learn it yeah. right now like i i think the difference is you don't have to do it locally. And that's where it becomes a small stream or pond to being a wide ocean. And right now, no, if I make a song and upload it, my competitor is not the local rapper that I might have to try and, try and be better than to get on a promotion to be it's, in front of an audience. It's anyone my in the world, rapper, really. Yeah. My local, my, my local competition is, is Jay-Z. My local competition is like, you know, all right, I'm in, I'm in Croydon now. So Stormzy is technically local competition, Yeah, but it's, if, if we were going back 15, 20 years ago, that, that competition is so much smaller and the scene has to work together. And then some people make it, some people don't, some people will be the, the more popular. Some people will always be in the middle, but, it's so much harder with that and you thrive from it and learn with it if you're yeah. passionate about what you're doing. But right now, if you're passionate about anything, you can learn about it instantly. So you've got a massive head start, but you have to compete with everybody. There's yeah. like no choice. Your 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 music has to sound as good as the new Kanye West album. If if that sounds good, I actually haven't heard it. Yeah. Or it has to like it has to be on that level where it's mastered and mixed at the same level yeah. as a actual release. There's yeah. no such thing as demos anymore. There's no such thing as as that sort of like all right, here's a rough take and I'll fix it up later. Everything everyone hears has to be polished and has to be brilliant.
0: Yeah. So, but then that sort of. Yeah. Um, what what you just said to in a way play like a devil's advocate is you you have so much competition but that because of that it pushes you to be even better i'm not saying that back in the day you didn't have any competition because you obviously did it was it mm-hmm. it was still hard to get to either get a deal or or even make a song much harder than it is nowadays um yeah, yeah. Or, or create anything uh, but also because, like I said, because you, because there is so much competition and when you create something and you get it out there, you're not, you're not competing just locally, you're competing with anyone in the world that creates anything similar to it. That can also, to some people that, that can be, uh, um, that can be like a final nail in a coffin you know, they, they won't be able to go past that, but in, in a lot of people that will... Spark up some sort of a fire and you know you will just feed off of that competition and you will be you'll be more sort of motivated to to do even better if you if you create something and you you think wow this is you know this is the best thing that i've ever done no because you know someone in i don't know in australia might have done it better or or cheaper or just something. And because you have that competition, you're, you're then able, okay, okay, let me, let me figure it out. How, how do I do this? How do I do that? Can I, can I approach it differently? And
1: yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a really tough one because like, even I think if I look at where I was, um, when I started making music, Yeah, I've always been someone that I don't, I don't always want to be like the bigger artist, um, the first the first hip hop I listened to, I, I think I borrowed my my sister's two pack CDs, and it was like that was the sort of stuff that first got me into into hip hop really, and then what when I saw Eminem live, it was like the first actual live show I ever went to, and it was you know, 16,000 people rapping along to one person and a DJ. It was like, and it's like that to me was a whole other side of music that I still hadn't really, I was into and I was interested in and I had a terrible singing voice. So I started rapping, but it wasn't until I saw that, that I was like, oh, maybe I should try and do that. Yeah. But we... I think that the the biggest problem is you always look at that highest tier person. Like you always look at it and go, yeah, it'd be great to release an album a year and be as incredible as Prince was. Or maybe Michael Jackson was your influence growing up, or maybe you get into podcasts because you want to, you want to be like Joe Rogan or you want to, you know, when you look at fitness, you look at, you know, maybe you want to be as strong as the rock, you know, it it's, it's easy to look at those because we see them everywhere and that's, that's what we're looking at. But really they're like the 1% of successful of, of their business. Like, you know, obviously like Arnold Schwarzenegger is an example, being a, being a a bodybuilder and it's like, yeah, that's amazing. But he is still the 1% and you it's trying to achieve to be that 1%. I don't know. You, You can, you can achieve to it, but you all. I think you're going to set yourself up for failure a lot quicker if that's what you're trying to achieve to be. So yeah. I've always, I've always kind of reached for in like people like Immortal Technique, uh, people like Tone Deaf, people like Tech Nine. Um, they're the kind of thing that I see myself of like. I want to be able to release music regularly. I want to be able to create regularly. I want to be able to do this for as long as I want to do this. Yeah. And not worry too much about. Performing in front of sixteen thousand people and them all liking what I, like being there for one thing, yeah. Uh, so I, 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 that, yeah, that, it's, that, it's that, harder to have that. That's
0: that's true what you're saying, but then you know, I would I would say that it is it is good to to it is good to compare yourself to you know people like I don't know for example Joe Rogan, The Rock, and Fifty Cent, Eminem, because obviously you're not going to be like them because you're not them but mm-hmm. you you can draw inspiration from that and based on that experience i mean yeah you you, you can you, you can compare yourself to the average joe and not joe rogan but you know at a certain point you will you will sup- surpass that and and then it's easy to get into that mode of Oh, I'm really good. Or oh, I'm I'm doing this well. I'm doing that well. And, and you
1: got to believe that, in yourself. That,
0: yeah, yeah that, exactly. But yeah, you have th- to. Th- There you is have always to. there is always gonna be someone that's gonna be better than you, stronger than you, and whatever it is. But you, it is. It has to be with a healthy dose. But it is good, in my opinion, to to compare yourself to the best. You know that that's your that's always your 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 benchmark and whether you achieve it or not you can always strive towards it
1: i think the but so so i was kind of addressing the way that you're saying like does it um come across as um is it harder to do or is it is it tough to get there um or is it kind of demoralizing in, in that sense i think that kind of going back to what i said about people being able to learn anything instantly if you want to be the best learn from the best yeah but, but that's what you have to take from it. You have to learn from the mistakes of others so that you don't make them, and you can achieve that. If yeah. you ever get an opportunity to speak to whoever your hero is, or you hear your hero speak, and they're the person you want to achieve to be, you should listen to that and learn from it and see how it achieves how it how it fits for your life. Um, obviously, we can't be anyone other than who we are. Um, but the the kind of one percent. That I was kind of, that I was alluding to is more that i don't I don't go into it. that's not why I do it. I don't wake up and go, I have to be in that one percent and that's that may be good or bad. I may be setting myself up for my own my own demise there, yeah. but that's where everybody's level of success is going to be different and I've always kind of said if if I set up a shop tomorrow. And, or if anybody has owns a shop and what it's a bookshop, and they have sold books for 50 years, their dad owned it and his dad owned it, and you are about to pass it on to your son, and it has lasted in the family nearly 100 years now. And that that has always put food on the table and always meant that everybody has a job, their success, et cetera, et cetera. You are not unsuccessful because you are not Amazon. Because Amazon is the highest selling bookshop in the world. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. That, I see so that, point. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying it's like you, you need to become that before you can become the greatest anyway. So it's, it's like learn from what you're trying to do. And it, it, let's use The Rock as an example. If you grew up wanting to be The Rock, if you wanted to be a wrestler, depending yeah. on when you grew up. Yeah. But anyone who wants to be what The Rock is now probably won't say, I'm going to go to wrestling school or I'm going to play college football, which is what they he might started might not even doing. know that he was a wrestler. Exactly. exactly. Like a lot of people don't know Ice Cube raps.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah,
1: yeah. It's like they could look at Ice Cube and go, I want to be, I want to be an actor. It's like, well, you know, it, they got there through their own journey. You yeah. need to get there through your own journey as well. Yeah. And I don't think you can do that if you look at where someone is at their absolute best you can learn from their mistakes but you you have to go along that own journey as well
0: yeah that is true that is true so um let me ask you as as somebody who has been um you know moving up or going going through the ranks and 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 um in the music industry you're the first
1: person to say it you're the first person to say it so why Uh, they usually say it's like, you're going backwards. You haven't released music in a while. What are you doing? <laughs> like, you
0: know, nah, like as a, as a person that has been going for the ranks in the music industry and, and, you know, seen a lot of things, I'm sure. Um, I wanted to ask you, do you think it's easier for, for a guy, for a man to find that initial success as compared to a female?
1: The music industry is definitely a. um, It definitely had a bad, um, a bad rap over the last few years. In particular, Mm -hmm. Um, you look you look just for festival lineups. A a big thing that happened uh, the last couple of years is people would get the festival lineups and then remove all the male acts and all the (laughs) max, all the all the all the male leading acts there, and they'd be like 20 people on a lineup of of 200 yeah and when you look at it in terms of headliners there's probably not a great deal of headlining acts that are female at the moment that fit into even most categories you can name a few like you know you can beyonce is probably one of the biggest like people in the world you can do whatever she wants pretty much but again that's the one percent um I, I, I think that for me, it's been a struggle anyway. And I don't know if that's easier or harder because of my, because of my gender, there have been lineups. I've been turned down because they're women only lineups, but okay. I'm, I'm sure that women have been turned down from lineups because there's already a woman on the lineup and they're going, Oh no, we've already got one woman. We don't need two. Yeah. um, and I've had the same thing as well, just by people saying, no, we already have one rap act at our festival on that day. So we're not going to have a second one. We want bands or we, we want tribute acts and, you know, we want one tribute act, one band, one kind of rock act. And it's, but don't I, you, don't I, think, you- I think that there's struggles all over in regards to that. I, I can only imagine it has to be harder um, because you fit into less categories. If you're, a, if you're a female rapper and just trying to compare that to if I were, if I were female and I was a female rapper producer, I could imagine I'd be turned down on more bills than I've done because of that.
0: I see your point. But if, if we, if we take the music and or rap rap genre specifically uh, as an example, don't you think that that is um, beginning to shift or, or, or change? I mean, I, I know that, I'm only speaking based on examples that I see on on TV or in, or internet. You, you know, you have rappers like Cardi B and and Nicki Minaj, who's a veteran, but uh, Megan T. Stallion and Snow the Product, great underground mm-hmm. rapper, and yeah. and and yeah, you, ha- you know, you in the past few years you have had a much bigger influx of. Of female artists, um,
1: I think of... we can just see them now. Like with anything, you can see more quickly. Like you know, you can you can go onto YouTube and try, type in you know female rapper, and you'll find loads. It's probably all you'll find. Yeah, and there will be people looking for that. The same way there will be people looking for you know conscious hip hop or you know chill chilled out hip hop and yeah. you know dance hip hop. Whatever whatever you want, people will find it um i think that it's easier to to get it out there if you want to get it out there but um i don't know if that means it's easier in the industry for for females or males um that's fair yeah e- even just right now I, I don't know any i know a lot of female rappers probably mm-hmm. i know more female rappers that are still at it than i do male rappers a lot of the male rappers i uh, that Started the same time as me, have quit by now. They've gone, No, this isn't for me. But yeah. a lot of the female rappers are still going. Um, I don't know any female producers anymore. Like, as, as of today, I think I know, I, not in hip hop specifically. So, I don't yeah. know any female producers. Um, I don't know any, I know about two or three female promoters, um, promoting good hip hop stuff like throughout, throughout the country. Um, but yeah, you could, you could probably count all of the people in the industry that I know on, on maybe one hand in each area in terms of yeah. producers. And the biggest thing that I do find interesting is that in my music, I always look for singers and I'm always after singers, male or female. Um, and a lot of the times that seems hard to find. It's okay. almost like you you can't find a independent female artist that wants to work with you on a song that is, that is happy to just collaborate and you, you get in a room and work on it. And I don't know if that's because it, it maybe it's an intimidating environment. Maybe they've had bad experiences or maybe it's just how the industry is. And they want to sing. They want to, they want to achieve the, the Beyonce's and all of that stuff. And then maybe they don't want to be associated with rap so much. Yeah. Um, I think it'd be interesting to ask the same question to a female artist and get their kind of experience of it. Definitely, um, yeah. But I know I know more males in the industry than I know females, but that's throughout. And I know more female rappers that are still doing it. So okay. Okay, it's an that's, interesting one. That
0: is that is an interesting point. Yeah, it's it definitely will be worth to... Uh, further down the line explore it further with a female point of view absolutely Um, but um, let me let me ask you this if you knowing what you know and knowing how everything has changed if you could start again is there anything that you um, would do differently and or change or approach differently
1: I, I, I know it's a very sort of introspective yeah,
0: yeah. question but um is is yeah with with your with your artistry with your uh, with your with your um the stuff that you're creating with your music is there anything that or your career itself is there anything that you would um do differently and or change
1: yeah um definitely a couple of things uh first of all i the first sale i ever actually got and this, this is this is very weird looking back at it now because it's, I think this is random that it happened. But the very first sale I ever had of a CD, um, I was working with a collective of people and we were all like making music together and I was producing it and rapping a little bit on it. The first CD we put out went online and we sold physical copies. Now, this yeah. is back in the year 2002, maybe 2000. Yeah, it was probably 2003. Internet was not what it is now, yeah. but the first CD we sold was to somebody in Australia. Okay, and you, might have felt like you, like, you
0: must have felt like you made it.
1: Well, yeah, we're we worldwide, baby. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, nobody knows us locally, but we're worldwide, right? <laughs> um, shout out to Full Spectrum. He's uh, he's a rapper. He's still doing his thing now. He was the guy who bought the first one, and he actually he sent us a check. So he posted a check to England, and we had to cash this check which was wow. weird. Like we were like, oh, we've got the money for our CD. It was like 10 pounds or whatever. Yeah. And then when we ended up posting it, it cost more than 10 pounds to post it because it was to <laughs> Australia. And we had, and we didn't care. We were just like, oh, someone wants our music. We'll send it. We'll send it. <laughs> um, after that learned a lot of lessons, but essentially had a lot of fans on MySpace. had a lot of, um the promotion on myspace and it's not here anymore it doesn't exist Um, and there was an album that we released um for sale on myspace advertised it to our myspace fans and almost instantly got a couple hundred buys straight away like and it was like right good like this is this is the sort of stuff you can make a living off of this is the sort of stuff you can invest back into itself and then when myspace went and facebook existed it was almost like where are all those people that we we were going to and i didn't have the smarts enough to realize that investing in somebody else's product such as myspace and making that the core thing would be would 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 make me further away from reaching the fan base Mm -hmm. so i think i would have just started a mailing list a lot quicker i would have pushed it out a lot um i would have sent everybody there so that i could keep those fans because now they'd be fans for me for for 15 years
0: um
1: i think that that was a, a mistake and i think that it's easy to do that in this environment now as well because places like spotify and apple music are the only places you you feel like you can release your music but really if they go down tomorrow what happens to all your fans and, and that's why I don't see the people using it as fans. I see them as people that would still listen to the radio. They're music lovers. They like to listen to music. They're willing to pay for a device to listen to music. Yeah. But they're not fans of my music. So how do I turn them into fans of my music? Um, and how do I get them on my my kind of platform or in my mailing list? Um, yeah, so that's a very one. Yeah. yeah. Creatively, I I don't think I would hold on to ideas as long as I have. Okay. Um the album I have coming out some of the songs are like when I made the beat almost 12 years ago I said like when I have an album this is going to be the start of the album and then I would hold on to that I would release other other stuff and I've had 12 13 releases since then but I've still had this idea of that's what the intro to my album sounds like are you one of like, those
0: artists that have like, you know, like almost like prized possessions when it comes to whether it's a beat or a lyric or uh, a lyric <laughs> to a whole song or something is like, no, this has to be perfect. You, you know how like, for example, Dr. Dre is for like he, you know, he, yeah. he, he could create stuff and it has to be, it has to be perfect the way he he thinks perfection is and you know if it isn't let's scrap it but when you really compare it to anything else that's out there it's probably better than than most of the stuff
1: I, I think you always you always are going to be your harshest critic and i am definitely one of my harshest critics but more so on my lyrics i i go over them quite a lot and sometimes i even put imperfections in there on purpose because that's this that's what i believe is part of my style now or might be good for that song and I, I actually like it when people go, oh, you said that word wrong. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I know. Like it's, if you don't understand why or, That's or whatever, it's, it's, it's more in a, emo- it's sometimes it's wordplay. Sometimes it's emotion. Sometimes yeah. I'll talk about something where like, you're not going to, going to be in the right mindset to, to say the right words. Um, I, th- I think like, yeah, I, I do hold on to ideas. Sometimes people I've, I've produced for, or worked with, they'll say, oh, we like this song. And I'll be like, no, that's my beat. Like I'm using that for my album, which is just never comes out. <laughs> and then it's, uh, you can get that. But I think that's, you know, they're, they're your babies, right? There's something that you create and you're going to have a vision for it. And other people are going to listen to it and have a vision for it. But you need to go with what you think is right if you're going to be happy for releasing that. Yeah. Um, I, I think that getting rid of ideas, I, I'd like to do that more often because it doesn't allow me to explore my true creativity sometimes. If I decide to write a song about any topic, let's say I decide to write a song about beards and it's called the bearded discussion that first that's time sounds like a hit already it sounds like a, a, a banger right yeah so the first time i played that or the first time i write it i might not i might not nail it yeah. i might not do it properly so i've got to do it again i've got to do it again and again and again and again and sometimes if it's a, if it's a topic that's true to you you can you can get it straight away um for me Bearded discussion could be something that takes me six years because I don't know what that life is like. So it's, it's, it's dependent on the idea, but sometimes I feel like you, they, I've let them sit too long and I've kind of said, right, this will just pickle here and then get better and better and better. Yeah. But really no song is ever finished and you just have to be happy with it when you create it. And I think now I want to create it in the moment finish it as quickly as possible and then move on to the next idea. Even if the next idea is the exact same topic or the exact same song, yeah. but I can then move on. And I think I'll be able to say more as an artist like that.
0: Okay. Is it, is it during, during the creative process of, of doing an album, writing an album or writing song or making a beat? Is it, is it hard to come up with ideas, uh, you know, to to create something specific? Or when you when you approach it, do you approach it with a concept first of all, and then and then okay, let me let me work around that. Let me see what works, what what I can put together. Or is it more, like you know, you you know, create a text and or create a lyric for a song, and then is do everything he- around it.
1: Yeah, it's a bit of a mixture, um, especially for me, because I produce I, I produce kind of like 99% of all my own stuff. Um, it's very rare that I work with other producers, and I produce just for fun. I produce to relieve stress, so I can sit at a computer and sit in my equipment and make a beat that i would rap to and would be in one of my songs like quite easily it was the one thing that i spent most of my early time like in music working out was how to produce how do i get it sound clear how can i get it done straight away and sometimes the beat is just made out of fun and then i'll i'll start mumbling to it and i'll get a flow and i'll get lyrics and i'll start writing a song and you can go from does this sound angry? Does it sound happy? Does it sound, you know, whatever. And you can, you can go from that. But then other times ideas are just like, they are easy. Like coming up with ideas to me are easy. It's executing those ideas to be what you want them to be. So I have every single day, I just have lyrics and phrases that I write down and it might be something as simple as like, you know, um, who stole the money? Like it could be something like that, that just comes into my head and I'll write it down in a notebook that I have. And I'll just like, whenever I hear a beat and I don't have an idea, I'll look through those phrases and see what, what starts to come out. So yeah, ideas are uh, endless. It's a constant waterfall. It's gathering that together and then making it sound right and putting it out so that it's like okay yeah that's what i meant when i had that idea or that's what is best used for this um and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't and that's kind of kind of how it is
0: okay okay sort of to wrap this up wrap this episode up uh are there any more tips that you would um give to um aspiring artists creators and creatives whether it's music youtube or any other art that they might want to do
1: um kind of going back to what i said earlier in terms of like learn as much as possible um remember that there are other people out there that know even just a little bit more than you like just a little bit more than you i could have made like if i've made five songs there's somebody out there who's made ten songs yeah, and they may know more than me. They may like I'm. In theory, they've got a little bit more experience, you know, twice as much. So, don't be so in your own head to think that you can't learn from others, and have enjoy that experience of collaborating if that's what you want to do in music. And I I think that it's it's good to have that kind of support around you because you start thriving off other people. You start forgetting that you you know you're not in this alone. Like as much as you are, like I always say, it you know it's it's entirely up to you to like your own music and to you should care about it the most. But it doesn't mean you can't work with somebody else and and that be beneficial. Um, if there's someone out there who likes creating beats and you only rap, then w- find that person, work with them. If there's someone who likes mixing, mixing podcasts or likes doing themes for podcasts, then if you're starting a podcast, find that person, work with them. Um, same with making music videos or making a, a movie. If you're a director and you can't write, find someone who wants to write, work with them and, and go from that. And I think I've been quite lucky. There's been a lot of people around me that have been really supportive of what I do. Um, Theoretical, he's my DJ. He's he's been at every live show, making sure that there's a lot going on. Um, There's a independent record label in Oxford called quick fix recordings. They've always supported my music and always pushed it out to people. And without them, I probably wouldn't have reached as many people as I have. So it's great that they're, they're on board with what half decent is and, really fits everything that they do as well which is yeah. great um and it's there you get you get you meet people and they they're creatives for life and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but you 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 enjoy that and you get around that so i'd say yeah. just kind of get out of your own head sometimes and don't be afraid to go someone else has done this how do they do it and just exactly. just yeah. see you don't even need to do anything off it just have a look see what it looks like
0: exactly yeah just sort of you know go out with a belief in yourself and and you know don't be afraid to get out there and and you know start creating whatever it is that you're passionate about and you know and just go from there create that momentum and with that momentum you'll you'll be able to make the next step and and make something better than the next time next time around and
1: definitely the last bit of advice is just yeah don't stop absolutely never never give up always do it just always do don't don't think just do like you can learn and you can learn from your own mistakes if you need to but just do it doing it is better than not always Absolutely. I Unless agree it's more. illegal or something. <laughs> 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 Don't want to invite us, like, maybe take away the always, but doing is better than not.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most I, know of time. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Thank you for this show. Thank you for coming on to this show. And uh, thank you everybody for listening. Um, people that want to listen to your music and, and find out more about you, they can find you on YouTube, uh, Half Decent on YouTube, Spotify, Um,
1: yeah just Half Decent Music everywhere and then com as well
0: make sure you guys check out his latest single Bill Murray and be on the lookout for his album Groundhog Day coming out in August
1: yeah yeah
0: Yeah, yeah. thank you guys for listening thank you for coming on to the the show cheers no worries take care guys bye Thank you for listening to Bearded Discussion Podcast. If you like the show, subscribe and follow your host, Simon Binkowski, on YouTube and Instagram. Share it with your friends and tune in next week. See ya.